Hello and welcome to the One Fit Woman podcast. I am your coach Aileen and today is episode seven. So welcome. I'm going to start by um, getting straight into the questions. The first person has actually said that they don't have any questions, but I wanted to um, share some of their feedback regarding the podcast. Love the positivity and also the message that it is us. We need to make the choices and decisions and move forward. And if there is an off day or two, it is not a failure. Just move on and make good choices again. That is feedback from episode six. So thank you very much. And I'm really pleased that you were able to take that from the podcast. Next, in your opinion, does what influences the menopause have on trying to shift weight and tone up? So first of all, being toned, that means that you have muscle that is visible in the body or on your body. So in order to have visible muscle, you need to um, have your body fat needs to be low enough to be able to see that. But the second thing is you need to be resistance training to have the muscle to be visible. So if you were to just diet without exercise or resistance training, um, yes, you would still lose um, weight. You would lose. You would still lose body fat. You would still lose weight. However, you may not get the res- aesthetic result that you are after, if that is one of your goals. Which for ninety nine point nine percent of people, that is part of what why they want to lose weight. Um, you your your body may still be quite. If you don't do any resistance training, you may bring down your dress size, but your body may still not have that appearance that you are after, which a lot of people refer to as being toned. Being toned isn't actually really a thing, but we need to understand that being toned is not making our fat go hard, because fat and muscle are two different things. Being toned, as people say, is having visible muscle you need to resistance train to retain the muscle that you have and to build more muscle, okay? Um, Although muscle and fat do weigh the same amount, their size is different. So a kilo of muscle, as an example, might be the size of my palm and a kilo of fat might be the size of two palms, okay? So just with that in mind, having more muscle is going to be more beneficial as it takes up, I guess, less space in the body. So it will make you look smaller the more muscle that you have provided you're in a calorie deficit a negative energy balance so that you can bring your body fat down um so now the effect or what influence does menopause potentially have on trying to shift weight so when we go through the menopause um that's 12 months without consecutive months without our cycle we are usually from age 40 and the average age is 51. So with that in mind, there's going to be age-related loss of muscle tissue, which isn't directly associated to menopause, but it obviously because menopause happens um, to women as they reached age 40, that age-related decline of muscle tissue is going to be there. Um, lifestyle factors, diet and exercise. So when we're younger, think about children running around playing like crazy energy, and then as we get older, we're not like that and for some of us we may become really sedentary if our job's sedentary then we come home and we want to chill in the evening perhaps our kids have left we maybe we don't have kids or perhaps they've grown up so we're not running around chasing after them we don't go to the gym and we don't go out walking we're not very active 
as we get older, these things can all play a significant role. And then our diet, we're not paying any attention to that whatsoever. So these can also be reasons for weight gain, which aren't directly related to menopause, but are more associated with as we get older and menopause is associated with as we get older or happens when we get older. Um, our genetics can play a role, but obviously the main symptoms for menopause or the, the hormonal um, symptom is a decline declining estrogen okay and this decline in estrogen can impair the function to control fullness and appetite but that this process the process of menopause is highly individual and it completely varies from woman to woman you may not be a person that has that um, has that symptom so what you need to be doing is making sure that if you're um, perimenopausal or in menopause that you have seen and spoken to your doctor and then they can let you know your options if you need HRT if you need estrogen therapy and then with these therapies they can control or they're the most effective treatments for these symptoms so then that would mean that menopause wouldn't really be playing a role on not being able to lose weight and not being able to gain muscle you need to make sure that you are um, you know, looking at things like your daily activity, are you resistance training? Are you eating a high nutrient diet that is lower in calorie dense food? Um, do you get enough rest, recovery? Do you get enough sleep? All of these things are going to play a role and there is absolutely no reason why a woman that is perimenopausal, during menopausal, postmenopausal cannot improve their health performance and body composition if they look at all of the factors that I have just mentioned. Next, um, are there any supplements you recommend that help to increase the metabolism? So um, I just wanted to say that in the Facebook group, there are files and one of the files is named energy balance, how it works for weight loss. Okay, so if you open that file and have a read through, this should help you to understand what your metabolism actually is. So I'm gonna go through it now, and then hopefully you'll be able to um, get an answer to the question that you've asked. Are there any supplements to increase it? Okay, so one of the most straightforward ways to understand your metabolism is to refer to it as your total energy expenditure. This means that your metabolism is the accumulation of all of the energy your body expends to function. So, your total daily energy uh, expenditure is comprised of four key components, okay? So I'm going to start with the largest percentage, which is your BMR, 60 to 70%. Your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. This refers to the calories or energy your body needs to stay alive. Example, just to survive in a, a coma. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's happened to my, <laughs> my words. Every process in our body costs us energy, even without, um, even without thinking about it. So that's 60-70% just to stay alive of our um, metabolism. Okay, next, our metabolism is made up of um, EAT, E-A-T, exercise activity thermogenesis, or schedule, scheduled activity. This is the calories we burn during planned ex exercise. <laughs> Sorry. This will account for the lowest amount towards your total daily energy expenditure or your metabolism, okay? 
although um, I do stress the importance of scheduled activity because um, it is important for, you know, bone density, muscle building and your body composition. Next, um, NEAT. So NEAT, this also makes up for 10 to 20% roughly of your um, total daily energy expenditure. This is the non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this refers to the um, daily activity that we do. So the calories we burn each day outside of training, walking, typing, fidgeting, playing with our children. This, this is our non-exercise activity. Um, NEAT is the most variable factor in relation to TDEE and it's easy to adjust. This is why we set a daily step target so you can track this on your phone or, or using your smartwatch. Okay, um, especially when we're dieting, our body wants to conserve energy or when we're bringing our calories down. Um, our body wants to conserve energy and it does it without us even realizing. So we might be not using as much energy or burning as many calories because we've become even more sedentary because our body is like, I just want to save all of this energy. And that's why we use our phone and our smartwatch to make sure that we are active and getting the most out of um, that um, non-exercise activity thermogenesis making sure that we're not becoming sedentary without realizing the last one is five to ten percent tef the thermic effect of food this is the amount of energy required to digest and absorb the food you eat so our digestive system requires a large amount of energy to run um, so a diet higher in protein will lead to a higher calorie output that is also another reason why there's a protein target because protein takes longer to digest which means that in that process there's going to be more energy used um, so with this in mind the metabolism being made up of those four key components there wouldn't be anything that would be able to effectively manipulate any of those by taking a supplement to change that okay so I don't believe that there are any supplements that you can take that are going to help to increase your metabolism and honestly you know we want I want you to just be looking at the basics get the basics right don't start looking outside for anything else supplements um, body wraps teas and things like this no just think about your food intake, are you getting enough vegetables? Are you eating enough protein? Do you move around? Do you get enough daily activity? And are you doing any resistance training? Are you getting to the gym? So just focusing on those, those few things and getting them right and you will definitely start to get results. Um, so yeah, there's no need to take any um, supplements for that um, specifically. Okay, next question um i just want to read it again about feedback from the podcast thank you so much for your time on the podcast i found the last two really helpful in reframing my attitude towards my weight loss so far i know i've done okay but i was really feeling frustrated that i haven't seen better results with your comments i'm trying to convince myself that my progress has been gold and for this is for the long haul Okay, so I'm not sure what that means, but basically this person is, is saying that they understand that, you know, I said this in the last podcast and I'm going to say it again now. You 
it might not take you, it won't take six weeks or eight weeks or 10 weeks to reach your end goal, but it will get you started. You know, people always overestimate thinking, all right, in the next six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, I'm going to go hard, I'm going to restrict everything, I'm going to lose all the weight, and then da-da, I'm going to be so happy. When in actual fact, that doesn't usually happen like that, especially if we try to go into it restricting things, because it, it's not sustainable. We might be motivated to do it for a few days or even a week, or maybe a push too, and then we don't do it and say, ah, that didn't work for me, because we went in too restrictive. Um, if you have... Don't underestimate what you can achieve if you just stay with it. And I'm talking three, six, nine, 12 months down the line. If you're losing, I don't know, 300 grams, half a kilo a week, add that up. What will that be at the end of 12 months? Even before that, that will probably be your goal. That will be your result. But you want it in six weeks. You want it in eight weeks. And then you get frustrated and you give in. But, and you stop doing it saying, ah, it didn't work. No, it did work, but it didn't work to the unrealistic expectation that you have that you want to lose six, eight kilos in six, eight weeks when realistically for most people that's not going to happen. But if you just, you know, consumed your slightly higher calories rather than trying to drop everything down really lowly, really low, did things that were sustainable over time, got us a, a small result every week and that might not be necessarily a drop in weight because as we know the weight scale weight doesn't change from week to week um, and it fluctuates quite a lot Um, but if you just stuck with it taking those small wins you know consuming your protein getting your steps introducing exercise if you haven't already done that staying within your calories and just constantly trying to learn more about the process of of weight loss and how that works and you will you would be working towards your goal and also being able to sustain your goal long time long long time long long term so if you if you lose a lot of weight and do something really restrictive in a really short amount of time at the end of that you haven't potentially learned anything and then there's a massive potential for you to gain all the weight back because you don't know how you got there you didn't learn anything you didn't create new habits you didn't create new behaviors successful weight loss isn't putting the weight back on successful weight loss is losing the weight and keeping it off long term so just try to remember that when you know you're feeling frustrated or impatient you know tick all of your boxes stay with it and um just think you know is, is six months or one year too long for me? Okay, most people will say, yeah, I want it much faster than that. But is being in the same position in one, two, three, four years time also something that you want? And I think we all have to just accept that this is how weight loss works if we want it to be sustainable. Um, what else did I want to say? I think that covers everything there. I don't know if I just went off on a little bit of a tangent. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> um wins for the week getting back on track and hopefully i will lose more weight okay um okay podcasts awesome and informative thank you okay next okay so the next question i have lost some weight half a kilo per week half a kilo per week is amazing and it's um a really good rate of weight loss so well done the photos don't really show, but 
I feel more energy and my jeans fit nicer. Okay, so we take photos, we take scale weight, we take measurements because each of them can show a different thing for a different person. Some, one person might lose five kilos and their photos might be significantly, significantly different. And one person might lose five kilos and they show nothing on their photos. But then their measurements might have changed or like this lady, her jeans fit nicer. Well, that's actually something that's, you know, that's real. That's not looking at the app or wherever you record your stats, your weight and saying, oh, I lost two kilos, but everything like still feels the same potentially. It's actually saying, oh, my, my clothes fit me differently. That's a sign of progress. And that's a really, really positive one. Um, okay, so the next part of this um, that is really important that I want you to make sure you're listening. Now, I would like to try to reduce my calorie intake, maybe 1400, if you think that's okay. What do you think? Well, if you are on, I'm not sure how much calories this person is on, I haven't checked, but I think this person is either on, uh, potentially on 1600. So if you have lost half a kilo a week, (laughs) do not change anything. Don't go to 1400 calories because that is not sustainable long term. It's just not going to be. If you're losing half a kilo a week on 1,600 calories, hooray, amazing. You want to be losing weight on as many calories as you possibly can so that it's sustainable for your lifestyle. So you can still enjoy a glass of wine at the weekend with your girlfriends or a dinner out with your partner or whatever it is. You can still make your lifestyle work with this process. Yes, you can't be like you know out all the time drinking and eating out and that's not usually going to be something that will work but having the odd night out every week or whenever you need to whatever it is and having events to go to you can still stay on track but if you bring your calories down too low it's just not going to be sustainable for you long term so please don't try to reduce your calories if you are getting a weight loss result stay with it because that's going to be far more sustainable why would anybody want to change something that's working so well and this comes back to the unrealistic expectations of what you can achieve in a short amount of time and underestimating what you can achieve if you stay with something longer okay so please don't change your calories when you are losing weight because that it's working for you and you don't need to change anything just keep repeating and repeating and repeating um and eventually you'll, you'll get to your goal um next this person also put about what, what they're going to improve for this week. Bringing healthy snacks to work when I'm working long hours so I avoid coming back home too hungry. I mean, that's amazing. So this person's recognised that they're hungry and when they get home from work, potentially they haven't said this, but maybe they're over-consuming because they're so hungry and now they're saying, well, actually, I've decided to... I've realised what the issue is here and now I've implemented a strategy to avoid making that error if you want to call it that again and that is exactly what it's all about that's what self-assessment is all about looking back at your week and saying i get so hungry at work by the time i get home i'm ravenous i'm opening the fridge and eating everything in sight you know instead you can say well actually i I take a, a snack with me so that when i get home i'm not hungry and i can prepare my dinner or you know obviously hopefully having a plan and knowing what you're going to prepare when you get in but i think that that that's a fabulous um a fabulous um feedback for what you're going to improve
next. Um, so I won't read all of it from the next person. They're just saying they've had a bad week and they've got a lot of things going on and they feel really overwhelmed and um, sad they've put in. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, what else did they say? They did say thank you for always trying to support us, um, which is very, very sweet. Um, and they've just said that tomorrow morning, I hope that I will start with a healthy breakfast again. You know, you don't have to be losing weight all the time, okay? Um, and there are many different things that, that can come up that can take us off, that can take our attention away, and they might be more important things than this at this moment. Um, so I think the most important thing to realise is, first of all, and I'm not saying this about this person at all, I'm talking generally, you know, we need to look, am I just making an excuse, or I'm too busy, or this is going on, or that's going on, or is it something that genuinely, you know, is really consuming me, and I need to just step away from this, from dieting, from tracking calories for, for this period of time, and if you do, then that's fine. You can just say, look, I need to focus my attention elsewhere. It doesn't mean that you have to stop your journey. You can still start again. Um, yeah, so I think that sometimes maybe it's not the right time for you to be doing it. It just depends on your specific circumstance, but you shouldn't feel bad for that. Obviously, I talk a lot about people being consistent and making sure that they stay on track with all of the things that we need to do. So, um, our activity, our exercise, our protein, our calories. But sometimes when things are going on that are, you know, maybe more important than, or maybe out of our control, then sometimes perhaps dieting at those times might not be possible. But this person is still saying that they, they do want to continue. And I think that just starting a new week and starting with thinking, right, what am I going to have for breakfast is, is, is a really good start. And it's a, a really... Um, you know, hopefully that will lead on to the next meal and the next meal and perhaps getting some walking in. Often walking can help to clear the mind and help us to feel better as well. So I don't think that anybody should, you know, feel sad or down that they can't perhaps stick with their um, diet if they've got things going on that are out of their control, okay? So you don't want to be adding that on as well. If you wanted to reach out to me directly and see if I can help you in any way with this, then then obviously with the diet related issue then please do and um, I hope that you feel better um, in the coming week okay next um, I have ha okay I have a mental block lasting uh, to lasting more than two weeks on a program so that's I guess that's not a question as such um, I think that sometimes we think that we are, right, what's the right word for this? We can say, um, it's, it's like saying, oh, um, I'm an all or nothing type of person. And then that can often become almost like an excuse. Oh, um, I'm all or nothing. I'm either doing everything or I'm not. And then when we don't do something, we're like, see, I'm an all or nothing person. That's it, it's done, I'm all or nothing. Whereas in actual fact, we're never going to be perfect at doing anything, okay? Especially when it comes to weight loss. 
but it doesn't things don't have to be perfect for you to get amazing results okay so you know you might have a day or two days where you get off track it doesn't have to lead to three four five a week no you just start again the next day you don't have to restrict or punish yourself you just pick it up where you left off and try not to let too many days go by i did say also in the last podcast that if you're having any issues don't let a week go by before you reach out to me reach out to me before because at the end of the week if you've let seven days go by and you're waiting just to write this you know it's up to you to reach out and say hey i'm having some trouble you know can you help me rather than letting seven days go by well i couldn't do it and i've waited to like the last moment to let you know you know i i I could be able to help you usually i um, can help people overcome or work with their obstacles and implement new habits and behaviors that perhaps they haven't thought of to get them through whatever it is that is going on so this person hasn't specifically said they've just said a mental block so if you wanted to also reach out to me and let me know um, some more specific details then again perhaps I can help you um, fallen off the wagon and felt demotivated again just going back to what I said just now and last week don't let seven days go by before you let me know this reach out to me send me a message say hey look I'm really struggling with x y and z and usually I'll be able to give you something that will help you to get yourself back on track and honestly it's usually not as bad as you think it is you know that's my job to help people overcome obstacles that they have to losing weight and I'm here saying reach out and let me help you so and I hope everything's okay with you and please um, reach out next uh, question I actually messaged this lady directly I think you should change the workouts now I've been doing the same workout since the start so this lady wrote this at week four but at week four, I did change the workouts from the first three weeks. However, often that won't be the case at all. Um, Because we are only doing six weeks, I decided to do two three-week programs for you. Um, Doing a program for four, six, eight weeks or longer is completely normal. You don't want to be constantly changing your exercises. So, you know, In three weeks, you would have done each workout only three times. That's not really a lot. Um, Also, when I reached out to this lady, she did respond and say, yeah, but the new workouts are also quite similar. (laughs) Um, And there's not really that many exercises that will... There's not really that many exercises that you can do. Obviously, we change things like the, the repetitions, the sets... Um, the style of the exercise and so on and so forth Um, so basically what I'm trying to say is that you don't want to be changing your workouts all the time that does not lead to amazing results what leads to amazing results is doing the same exercises getting a getting the working to getting the best technique that you can possibly get working to increase your weights every session perhaps you need to you're doing home workouts and you might increase the repetitions you might increase the amount of sets that you do these are all things that you need to be progressing to get results you cannot progress if you do not do something long enough to get a progression so please don't think that doing super varied workouts, getting into the gym every session and doing whatever takes your fancy is going to get you amazing results because it's not. Taking the, doing the same program week in, week out, 
but looking at your technique. Could I be doing a better squat? Could Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? And you're welcome to share with me any videos, any comments at all about the workouts. As I said, please send comments about the workouts in the Facebook group. Don't put them in the on the app because I don't see them there, okay? So if you want me to help you with them, you need to put your comments about workouts in the Facebook group. But yes, please don't worry that the workouts haven't changed or need to be changing. They don't. They're, they're programmed the way they are for a reason. Um, um, this person didn't said that they didn't have a question for the podcast, but one of the things that they said that they were focused on improving is they're still trying... This is actually a question for the podcast, but they said they didn't have one. Anyway, um, still struggling to find time for the workouts. I'm making sure that I do at least one set of each workout. Um, I'm not sure what the other part says. It doesn't quite make sense. But even if you go and do 30 minutes of exercise, even if you do 20 minutes of exercise, you're going to get benefits from that, okay? You're still going to get a benefit so don't think okay I don't have 45 minutes or an hour to do the full workout no problem no problem at all do half an hour you will still get results from doing half an hour so don't worry about that I know that if you are training and going to a gym that's not in your building and you have to go outside obviously that's going to add additional time but if you are training at home just try and do just start the workout do 30 minutes and when that's done just finish okay if you are restricted with time you will still get um, great results from just doing something. Next. I am really struggling with going out on social events as I, don't, as I don't want to not eat and drink like others and don't want to stop going out. Any tips to deal with this? Well, I mean, as I don't want to eat like this, I mean, obviously, I don't know if you're going out and everybody's eating the same or if you're feeling some kind of peer pressure to eat the same sorts of food as everybody else, you know. You don't need to go out with friends and sit down and announce, I'm on a diet and I'm not going to have that. Because as soon as you say that, guaranteed, everybody's going to be like, ah, not for tonight, come on, don't be like this, don't be like that. Just have it, just have it, just have it. And they'll start pushing it on you. No need. If you know where you're going and what restaurant you're going to, why not open up the menu before you go and have a little look and see if there is anything on there that might be in line with your goals. Maybe it's something that you eat and cook yourself at home that's similar, and then that's obviously going to make it easier for you to stay on track with what you're consuming. Um, that's the only thing um, that I can really suggest, just not, just trying not to care about what other people think and, and not making a big deal out of it, I think. I mean, if it is people that are close to you, you can say... I really want to lose weight and this is really important to me and I'd like it if you would support me, provided that that doesn't cause any, um, provided it's delivered in the right way. But I think that if you just say, this is something that's really important to me and I really want to do it. Um, or you can just, as I said, just keep quiet, make your choices on what you want to eat. If someone says, would you like some of this? You just go, oh, no, thanks. That's it, done, okay? Um, I know it can be difficult, but the more that you, um, the more that you do it, the more that you resist um, the more you make better choices they become your 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 new habits and, and how you eat um, next um, okay I think we're done So quite a few people did not answer the question, have you been listening to the podcast? 
So I will take that as a, no, I haven't listened to it yet. And I don't know why I'm saying this here if these people aren't listening to it. Um, Obviously, the podcast, the questions are there that you have asked me. And this is, you know, a really good way for you to get the answers to that. And um, also share your questions with other people because everybody goes through the same things and has the same thoughts. So that's why it's really important if you have anything to to ask your questions. Um, I mean... A lot of people say, I don't have a question, but then they'll say things like, oh, I need to eat better and meal preparation. Well, that could have been a question, you know, what can I do for this or what could I do for that? So, you know, always just have a little think about, is there something from this week that I could ask that I do actually need help with? Um, And again, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Sorry, I've been a little bit (laughs) not being able to get my words out properly today. Um, And I look forward to getting everybody's questions next week. And I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.